Welcome to this week's Technocast, brought to you by the National TUPSSO Franchise Owners Association. My name is Joe Gall, coming at you again from sunny South Florida. Um, today I want to talk to you about the Amazon 360. Not the specifics of the confusing madness of a program, but the theory of the program itself. Uh, big question is, is this a great thing for us or not? You know, once a month on PRP day, it is a great thing. You know, PacMail and all the other independent pack and ship stores don't have a program like this. If you go out and ask one of those store owners, I'll bet you they wish they had the opportunity that we get. Um, every day, dozens of people come into our stores with one, two, three, or more Amazon returns. You know, in the past, we would tape or pouch the labels onto the box, you know, log it in, put it in our outgoing pile. And then periodically throughout the day, we would walk by that pile of 100 times, um, marveling at the Amazon smile boxes. You know, sometimes I look at those boxes and think, you know, wow, doesn't anybody shop at stores anymore? Then I think about the how many dollars are in there in that pile that we have uh, from Amazon alone. I look out at the front counter and see more people coming in with Amazon boxes, just like in waves sometimes. Uh, we were all still very busy processing these returns, and I'd say our CRS accounts like Amazon, AT&T, DirecTV, Comcast, and the like um, represent over half of the customer accounts or more. Customer accounts, in my opinion, are engagements. Home office, however, measures them by what we ring in our registers. You know, add in all those drop-offs and CRS accounts, and you'll truly see what your daily engagements are. And don't, don't forget the phone calls about these CRS accounts. Um, with the Amazon QR code on the customer's phone, it makes the transaction much faster. We easily move people in and out faster, and it makes those dollars pile up faster, right? Now with uh, 360, the process is even faster. So in theory, does that give us more time to slow down and try to sell them? You know, this program is our exclusive. It does add up, believe me. I love PRP Day. Our leadership loves PRP Day, too. It has been said that other stores or businesses would line up and do this program for free, uh, would they? Uh, these stores would kill for the opportunity to have that many people coming into their stores every day. Those people can be converted into your customers, right? Can't deny, maybe some. And all these drop-offs have been increasing exponentially over the past few years. But how are your sales? Pull that 20-30% increase in the commission profit center and what do you really have? Um, I don't know the exact numbers, um, but the leaders in San Diego report that our same-store sales numbers are up as a network, 5 to 6%. That's good, right? And customer counts are up about the same. Also good. That's still, that's still an increase, but who gets the credit? You know, our marketing department would like to take credit be for that increase because of the ING promotion. Our operations department would like to take credit for that increase because of the compliance initiative. Our corporate accounts department would like to take credit for that increase, of course. Our local co-ops would like to take credit for the proper use of the local promotions, search engine optimization, optimization uh, local TV, radio, among other well-thought-out advertising uh, strategies. And don't forget Donor, our advertising agency that came up with the marketing plan for all of the centers. Our area offices and area franchise consultants would like to take credit for the increase because they enforce the corporate rules and support the store owners. And finally, us, the owners and our humble staffs. We want to take the credit for our hard work, right? So let's call it a tie. We all get a fraction of a percent of credit, but we're all winning. But are we? 
Uh, George from the association said, quote, you know, this brings up a realization, an awakening of sorts of what these dollar programs are costing us. <clears throat> yes, I get hundreds of a dollar a month in the door, but so much of my paid staff time is consumed tending the dollar, the one dollar for HQ. So little is left time to talk up customers, spend that extra time working a print job as opposed to a single copy. And I just read that I lost another auction house pickup pack and ship. My two people who do this for me claim that they have been too busy to communicate well with the customers and the auction house itself to set up the paperwork and set up a workable schedule. So the customer moved on to another shipper. I mean, that cost me. Uh, these dollar programs are costing more than I was directly aware of. I have to fix that to defer some of the dollar work. Uh, my shift manager gave me some guff and pointed to the four Comcast, three DirecTV boxes that have been waiting all week in the pack and the pile of drop-offs that have not been taped or scanned yet, end quote. I'm with you, George. Me or my staff or in my three stores don't engage customers like we used to. There's just no time. Quick in and out. Next. So are we supposed to hire more staff to accommodate the surge in drop-offs? Well, let's do the hypothetical math. One associate at $10 per hour works all day, let's say 10 hours, doing nothing but drop-offs. That's 100 drop-offs for $100 to break even. That's just to break even. And yes, most of us are getting over 100 drop-offs a day with payroll taxes and everything else that goes along with associate. That $10 isn't realistic. It's more like 12 So there's your $120 uh, drop-offs just to break even. But are we supposed to engage the drop-off people, the CRS people, while working and maintaining our daily, um, everyday customers? Warren on the source said, quote, I think for the most part that 360 returns won't be additional bodies walking through the door, but rather will convert people who are already walking through the door and mostly those with small items and QR codes now. Here's what I'm worried about, the phone calls. I get two or, the, two or three phone calls a day saying Comcast DirecTV Charter uh, told me that I can just bring in my equipment to you and you will take care of it. And I... And even after I say yes, they ask the, at least three follow-up questions, two of which I just restate my original question, or their original questions. They simply don't believe it's that simple and will question me until I make it harder for them. So as soon as it starts, I'm anticipating calls asking me if it's true that they don't need a box. And half of the time, they won't tell me if they are not, or if they are or not, uh, talking about an Amazon 360 return. But if I make the mistake of assuming that they're talking about a 360 return and I tell them they don't need a box, you can bet there's going to be a scene when they show up with uh, some other packaging and claim that, that I told them that they didn't need to buy a box. When I started, the only triage that needed to be done was whether they had a prepaid label or not. Everything else, CRS accounts, etc., were so rare that we didn't need to worry about them. Now there are all kinds of reasons why they're bringing in that open package clutched in such a way that we can't see the label if there is one and they may be fuddling with their phone even if it's not a QR code that they're looking for. More often than not, more often than ever, we have to play 20 questions just to find out what, why they're there in front of us. Yeah, yeah, we'll deal with it, but the amount of work just keeps going up while the compensation keeps going down, <clears throat> unquote. Uh, Jeff from the source said, what do Amazon customers have to do with the growing, with growing our small business customer base? Think about 
who these customers are and their biggest goal is to get in and out of your stores quickly and can, they can do it for free. When I look at what I make now selling these people padded envelopes and packaging, which will be gone, all I can see is more labor for less money. Every new, every new program seems to line the pockets of UPS and the UPS Store Corp at our expense. We are failures at upselling, but give us a customer-facing screen and see how, we're, how, that works for out, how that works out for upselling. When I started 13 years ago, there were plenty of rules, but actually I felt I was a small business owner. And as the years have gone by, now I feel like an underpaid employee. Wow. Unquote, rather. Uh, well, this is uh, powerful stuff. And I don't disagree with any of it. I've been doing this 23 years myself. This franchise has changed so much. I remember forgetting to enter in drop-offs because there were so few. And there are many more posts on this hot topic on the source. And I encourage all of you to that uh, do not read the source every day to get out there and just read up. Let it sink in. You know, don't be scared. Learn. Formulate your plan and act. We are in this business to make money, and we're in this business together. I could definitely go on for hours about this. You know, I read the source every day. I get angry. I calm down. So I read more. And I get depressed. And I read more. And then I get inspired and motivated to keep going. I have to. Then I read this piece, uh, the post by Keenan, the, uh, our association's founder and leader, who so eloquently puts our leadership focus in question. Quote, while it is shunned upon to question anything the, op- the home office does or says or perceived as negative, they do challenge the intelligence and patience of owners. While I appreciate the latest buzzword of foot traffic being sent to our stores, it is my job as an independent business owner to analyze and evaluate all the business processes that, play to- that take place in my store. I need to look at many factors, cost, productivity, bottom line, etc., Sure, additional foot traffic is great for the UPS Store, Inc. If each of us were to convert even 10% of those customers, it would mean a huge profits for the company. The energy, effort, cost, and bottom line results for the store would not be the same. This great foot traffic that is being driven into our stores is also very much a sing- also very much single-focused. They are interested in returning their item quick- quickly and efficiency and at no cost. Sure, there may be rare occasions that one of these customers may take advantage of one of our other services, and certainly there are great success stories. These are very small percentages and, and, a very, and are very rare. To try to convince our network that this should be the backbone of our marketing strategy leaves many, as a, leaves many of us deflated, especially when our margins and profits to the majority of these customers continues to decline. I applaud Home Office for driving the in foot traffic, for maximizing every opportunity for more profit with these customers. But what is the marketing strategy for increasing our number one profit center traffic? What is the marketing strategy for adding the value to our number two profit center, not decreasing the value? Please continue to drive foot traffic into our stores. We will continue to try to improve on the number of these customers that can be that can maximize our other profit centers. But please also refocus on driving new foot traffic into our stores that come in primarily focused on shipping, mailbox services, print, etc. Please do not rely on cross-merchandising as our primary marketing effort. Do not take away our shipping customers. Bring us new shipping-focused foot traffic. Don't take away our mailbox customers. Bring us in new mailbox-focused foot traffic. 
Don't only ask us to build the print business from the bottom up, but bring us the, the national print account that has been referred to many times that is print-focused foot traffic. Yes, I totally agree. We should all try to increase how much each customer that comes through our door uses our services. No question. But this cannot be our only strategy or our main one. Or our main one. This is my job. It is my job to analyze and evaluate all processes that are recommended for my business with much scrutiny to my bottom line. I encourage management to scrutinize these processes, processes as well, not just for their bottom line, but for my bottom line as well. Unquote. Well said, Keenan. I hope you enjoyed the subject. At this stage of my tenure with this franchise, what interests me more are discussions about our bottom line and our direction as a franchise. Thank you for listening and stay busy as always.